Hello, I'm Phil Dobby, and today on the Vantage Performance Podcast, the Safe Harbour legislation. We've talked about it in the past, but that's when it was just in the pipeline. Now it's passed through Parliament, it's been given royal assent, and that means it's LAW law. So this is the new way of doing business. But what does it mean in practice? To dig a bit deeper, Michael Fingland is with me, the Executive Director of Vantage Performance. I mean, first, let's look at the objective once again. It was the idea behind this legislation was to reduce the number of companies that uh, go into administration, provided there's a chance that they can be rescued. That's basically the idea behind it, isn't it? Yeah, it's long been sort of commented on you know, that Australia has the harshest insolvent trading laws in the world. And it, it has also been the main reason uh, why we have such a low you know, success rate uh, when it comes to insolvencies or, or, or turnarounds compared to other other jurisdictions. So this is long, long awaited. Um, it's a real game changer, as we've said before, because it is going to stimulate uh, directors to get help a lot earlier. Uh, Financial is going to be pressing clients to get, get help a lot earlier. Everyone is incentivized to, to, to ensure that the client survives. Uh, restructures gets back on track and uh, you know less less disruption to the economy so i guess the point is i mean so let's look at something the practicality of it i mean the first point is how do you know if you're at the point of trading insolvent uh, i mean i guess presumably that it's a warning that's probably it's probably going to come from your accountant first of all isn't it um, it, it should <laughs> um, but uh, a, a lot of a lot of companies aren't that close to their accountant or their accountant isn't doing the sort of work that is really required. Um, I mean, usually cash flow is tight. I mean, that, that's the first sign. Cash flow will be tight. You might have declining revenue, but it's really when, when earnings start to decline uh, or, or go negative, you've got declining cash flow, cash, cash flow is getting tight. Creditors are starting to, to speak up more, more loudly. I mean, a, a switched on director or a director who's you know, aware of what's going on in their business, in large or small, will know when when those trigger signs are there. They just need to, to uh, be incentivised to actually do something about it. Right. Well, I mean, it is. I guess it's as straightforward. If you've got, if you've got a cash flow forecast, you know how much money's coming in, you know how much is going to go out, and mm. if the figures don't add up, then you know you've got a problem. And look, I wish it was, it was that simple, but it's amazing. I mean, how many large companies uh, and listed companies that we work with down to the SME sector that don't have cash flow forecasts in place? It's, it's, it's quite scary. You know, mm. if the average investor knew the lack of internal systems and controls at the big end of town, they would be horrified. But, <laughs> but yeah, if you had that in place, great. But the fact that they don't, um, you know, we'll always, worry. That we'll, always, we'll always be in business. Um, but, you know, you don't need a cash flow forecast though, to tell you that things aren't going so well. Uh, right. you, you can just walk around around the business and understand if cash flow is tight because, you know, you've got people coming up off the floor saying, look, I can't buy this, I can't buy that. Um, you know, it's not too hard. You just need to be willing to acknowledge it and not, not put your head in the sand. Um, but that's usually the first trigger is cash flow is tight. No matter what business you're in, that's always a trigger that you need to, to look at that carefully. And you know, once you start getting appropriate advice, it'll, you know, a, a qualified turnaround restructuring practitioner will know uh, how to do that very, very quickly to identify, are you already insolvent or are you, are you getting close? And that's the first the first step is is to identify that issue. Right. Once you've identified that, um, is the safe harbour provision automatically available to you? And and if not, you know how how do you determine whether you are eligible or not? Yeah, it is. But you'll need, and even though um, they've the government stopped short on actually 
defining to the nth degree what a qualified restructuring advisor is. In short, it's a turnaround or restructuring advisor because they're the only ones with the necessary skills to to be able to give a board comfort and the financiers as well and shareholders to that to the extent comfort that um, they they've done all the right things to actually uh, you know qualify for safe harbour. In our previous podcast, we talked about all the necessary steps, but quick recap, you know, you need to have identified it, you need to have engaged a qualified uh, advisor to assist you, um, you need to make, make sure your, your superannuation uh, employee entitlements are up to date and that you're lodging your tax returns on time, your BAS returns. You don't necessarily have to have paid your BAS on time um, uh, to, to, to initially go into South Harbour, but you need to make sure your lodgements are on time. But the key um, uh, definers, uh, elements here is, and this is why they've structured this way and they're going to sort of tidy it up as we go, is as long as you've engaged a qualified restructuring advisor, turnaround advisor, uh, you've developed a plan or you're starting to develop a plan, there doesn't need to be any guarantee, but as long as you think that this plan is likely to result in a better outcome than immediately going into voluntary administration or liquidation. So as long as you're taking those steps and you can, and you can make those determinations, then you are... Um, then you are protected from insolvent trade. But it sounds a little vague, doesn't it, in that you're saying, well, you know, so long as you've got somebody and we're not going to stipulate precisely who or, you know, or we're not going to have a, a, a register, any company that professes to be able to help you out with some sort of plan. I mean, there's no stipulation as to what that plan should look like, for example. The, and the reason what they've done is they said, well, we're going to go now, we, we're going to put it into place now, and then we'll, we will make uh, you know, improvements through the regulations as we go. And, but even though they've kept the the definition of a of a qualified turnaround advisor um, vague, in practice, you know, as a board, if you don't, if you if you just go to a your, your local suburban tax accountant who does tax returns, and think that that's going to cut the mustard, um, you know, a liquidator is going to look look at that and go, this guy or girl does not have the advice. You don't meet the, the bar. They're not a qualified restructuring tenor advisor on any definition. Uh, therefore, you fail the they fail the test, and now now I can sue you for insolvent trading. So even though they, they it will get defined more clearly as we go, but in practice, you run a huge risk if you don't engage uh, a firm and individual who has done this for some time. And I guess the other side of it, I mean, once you've got that plan, you need to convince all of your stakeholders that that plan is workable and you're going to deliver on it. So I guess there's, uh, exactly. you know, it, it's not just an internal, it's not an internal document. So you've got that uh, that response from your stakeholders and yeah. that's going to stand you in good stead so long as, the, as long as they agree with the approach that you're proposing. Well, Turnaround 101 still stands in that if, if, if you're going through this situation and you're either being shadowed by the workout division of the bank or you're already in workout, um, nine times out of ten... Uh, to get the, your finances to agree to your plan, there needs to be an infusion of trust from from the outside, and that comes by the way of a trusted turnaround advisor who has worked and has delivered many turnarounds before, and the banks trust them. So that that ne- that needs to happen anyway, because you, you need to, to regain the trust of your your stakeholders. So, and that's why a lot of internally led turnarounds don't don't get to that point because they get to a point where they then say you need someone else to come in and help. So. You know, both both tracks require um, you know nine times out of ten, you know, a qualified turnaround advisor to actually steer and guide them through the process. Right, and your bank is going to look for that. So if you've got your yeah. bank on side, uh, then presumably it's fairly safe to say, well, okay, 
the safe harbour provision must be covering me now because I've appointed somebody, the bank is happy, we'll yep. put a plan forward. Uh, presumably uh, that, that safe harbour provision is now covering me. I'm I'm in the clear. I've just got to do the hard work, but in terms of my liability, that's, uh, that's right. uh, that doesn't apply anymore. Right. But the key thing here is, and there's no definition as to whether you need to test it weekly or monthly or six-monthly, but we're certainly recommending at least monthly. You need to sit down as a, as a director group board whatever your structure is and ask that question and minute it again do we think that the plan we've got in place the traction we're getting is likely to result in a better outcome than liquidation or va straight away so you've got to test that regularly to ensure that you stay um, you know within the protection of safe harbor and as i said at the outset you've got to make sure that your bass returns are still being lodged on time and that all your employee entitlements are up to date right and is there a, how long for is there a time limit on this yeah, that's the thing. It could go for years. I mean, a lot of really complex restructures, you know, large corporate restructures can take several years to, to work through. So there is no end date. You can theoretically stay in Safe Harbour for a number of years as long as you keep meeting those tests and as long as you keep moving forward. Your, your plan can change along the way as long as the plan you've got is still meets that test that it's likely to result in a better outcome. So yeah. there is no deadline. Uh, the whole thrust of this is to make sure boards are getting you know, proper advice, not, not your, your local tax accountant, not... Not not doing it yourself um, because it just it just you just don't have the expertise and it's a highly specialised area and uh, you know long awaited. Right, and look, this has been a long time coming, but I mean this. I mean, obviously, it is a very good step forward for Australia. Yeah, exactly right, and it it will lead to more jobs being saved. It will lead to less disruption in the economy because you know we've done our own research. You know, there's up to thirteen billion dollar. Um, improvements in the economy if you can make uh, just a one-third change in, in the number of insolvencies. So it, it's huge. It's a huge, huge uh, opportunity now at our feet. And, uh, you know, everyone's getting behind it. All right. A very sensible step indeed. All right, Michael, thanks for talking us through it. Cheers, Phil. And that is now law. So those changes apply now. Michael Fingland on the Vantage Performance Podcast. So we'll see you again very soon. I'm Phil Dobby. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.